All right. Gate 14 podcast. Jays take two or three from the Red Sox. Is that good? You tell me. I am joined, as always, by my two guys, Avery Shenye and JR. How are you guys doing? I'll start off with you, Avery. You're just permanently in the U.S. Now, are you a U.S. citizen or what? I'm not a U.S. citizen. I wish, man. I love it here, to be honest. Still in Virginia. Big VCU win over Virginia this week. That was nice to see. I'll be home Monday. I'll be back in the city on Monday. Get me to the Rogers Center. But no, great, great series from the fellas. We called it again. Look at us go two and one. Jer was pessimistic. One and two didn't mm-hmm. happen. We pulled it off. Yeah, I think uh, wasn't it a walk off bomb there, Abe, in the Virginia game. Yeah, walk off absolute moonshot. It was freezing cold. I was wearing a winter coat <laughs> every other day. It's been like 30 degrees that game. It was just five degrees, but walk off bomb 11th inning electric. Well, yeah, that's just absolutely electric. College baseball is electric, but uh, we let's go right into it. Obviously, I mean, the Jays, you want to talk about starting pitching. This starting pitching, Barrios didn't have his best stuff, obviously. That's like, I mean, he hit Trevor Story in the fucking temple. Um, Gossman obviously had electric shit, and Kikuchi was very surprising. So let's start off with game one. We obviously thought the over was going to hit that game because Kikuchi's obviously gives up a lot of runs, but he carved. I, I got to eat my words. I mean, Kikuchi was nasty. He, I mean, he was an all-star last year, first half. We can talk as much shit as we want about his first start, but there was a reason he was an all-star. Also, the all-star game, having to take a player from every team, kind of fucking <laughs> stupid, but he, I think he deserved it last year from what I remember. So let's, We'll put that out there as well. But I thought he put he was fucking making every single play on the mound. The play he made where they chopped it right in front of the plate. The catcher didn't get it. He slid into the play and threw him out at first base. It's like, what in the fuck was that? I have never seen a pitcher do that in my life and make the play. I If I would have made that play when I was playing college baseball, I would have been cut so fast because I would have thrown the ball maybe two feet in front of me. And then it would just be like, what the fuck were you thinking? Did you guys but- hear this on the telecast? I don't know if this is like borderline racist or something, but they, like, I think one of the announcers was like, man, those uh, Korean guys or those Japanese guys can really feel their position on the mound. I'm like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Did you guys hear that? I didn't hear that. I, I, I watched the highlights of that game. Something like that. <laughs> I wouldn't crazy. be surprised. It was crazy. I, I mean... I, obviously, we can talk about the game. We'll start off, obviously, with the game that's fresh in our memory. The day that the day that Kevin Gossman put the Boston Red Sox in his absolute back pocket. This guy is as advertised. His splitter, his everything this guy was throwing today was falling off the table, just embarrassing Red Sox hitters. I mean, we have a problem here in Toronto because we have three potential aces. Legit. Three number one starters on different teams. So after seeing Gossman start, we, we said Manoa's the ace now. We said all that kind of stuff last episode. I, I honestly don't know. I seriously don't know who the ace is right now. I, I seriously don't. Because I, I said to you guys, I wasn't sure if I was starting Manoa in game seven of the series of a winner take all. And I thought Gossman from experience, just because he's older, it's ni- it is so nice to fucking have this problem. We were here when Roy Halliday was the only guy we had. Yeah. Like AJ Burnett. All the and then all the shit bums we'd have three through five, but it's nice to have this problem. What do you think, Jer? For our guy, are you still Manoa no matter what? No, I think he, I think Manoa is just too, too young. Like Manoa was gonna be the guy just because, like, he was just the he has to be the clear one for him to be our, I think, our real our guy just because he's so like he hasn't pitched a play. I mean, Gosman doesn't have many much playoff experience either. i don't even know if he has well, i guess last year last year yeah last year and barrios doesn't have much none. either so none yeah so i guess like, i can't even say playoff experience so i guess Manoa, i it's fair game he enters the conversation he's an older rookie um i think it's just flat across the board you're right. And dude, and think about this. And this kind of gets me rock hard. Just even thinking about this, the Jays in the uh, ALDS series, you got five games. You just run out the three big dogs mm-hmm. and they, you just let those motherfuckers cook because imagine a team having to face Barrios, Gossman, Manoa in a five game series. Those are the only starters they're playing against nightmare fuel. I mean, that shit just gets me going, man. It because, and this bullpen showed up too this week, man. It just, 
the pitching is is not going to be a problem, I think, this year. And knock on wood with that. But this starting pitching this week against a very good Red Sox lineup. I mean, you got Devers, you got Xander Bogarts, you got obviously Trevor Story who's been struggling, Vasquez, all these guys. Holy fuck, was this fucking pitching nasty? It sucked for the overbetters. It sucked for the overbetters. But yeah, we I I don't know if we said it, but I had said it. We're gonna score a thousand runs, or we're gonna score no runs. And this weekend we we or this week we won scoring not many runs. It's a team you're gonna have to win games like that all season, right? Like it's a long season, 162. You're going to play shitty games and you're still going to have to find a way to win. And the pitching did that. There's going to be so many games we've talked about where the bats are going to win the game totally. We're going to score fucking 10 runs in the first inning and then we'll just walk from there. But no, it was just nice to see play good ball. I think it's just tough to play against the Red Sox in Fenway. It doesn't really matter how tough the team is, especially early on in the season, division matchup. I think it was just a good stepping stone for this pretty young team. With all the injuries, which is fucking issue too yeah i think we learn i think we like there's just no way the red sox think they can realistically win a world series that rotation it is oh horrendous. my god nick pavetta is canadian shit yeah i don't canadian. give he could be fucking, a little bit he could live in my fucking house for all i care he's cat shit nick pavetta is terrible i mean jesus christ he doesn't throw strikes and when he does they're literal <laughs> cock shots I, it, it, he was horrid. I mean, if this guy's pitching for Team Canada World Baseball Classic, I think I'm not even going to fucking tune in. He's terrible, dude. Imagine him against the DR. Holy fuck. <laughs> Imagine him against the Dominican. Well, speaking uh, about an, another guy who's World Baseball Classic, Jordan Romano is just not playing for Canada. Well, I, I know. Listen, listen, I'm on his side for that, though. Me JR, too. are you backing me up on that? Because Team Canada kicked his ass to the curb when he was in the minors, and they said, we don't have a spot mm-hmm. for you. And now he's the big dog, and they're like begging for him to play. Fuck no, you're done. I'm, you're not. You're. I'm not yeah. playing. Yeah, I respect that. I dude. would be. I think I'd be the same way. Like, you represent your country, but you're also like, it's a pride thing. Like, come on, you. They fucking Canada was shit, and they didn't pick them. Like, fuck you guys, sort yeah. of thing. I don't mind. I don't mind the moves. Big fuck you. I mean, he's good. Obviously, he's fucking really good. Um, some people. Maybe he just doesn't care that much about his country. Some people like really take it on. Like you'll see it in that world. They saw like fucking like they'll die for their fucking country. And then you got guys like Jordy. It's like a pride thing. Like they fucked him over, so he's gonna play for Team Italy. But the thing is, you're how- Italian, aren't you, Johnny? Yeah, I'm very Italian. And I'm listen, Team Italy's okay. a sleeper in the World Baseball Classic. <laughs> Stay tuned for Team Italy. Do you remember the days when Team Italy had fucking Nick Punto playing second base? Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Nick Punto was on Team Italy. I mean, listen, how you can't – I want – maybe one of you could do this while I'm talking. Can look at the Team uh, the team Canada roster when, the, when Jordan Romano was trying out for them, and you fucking look at that roster, and you can look me in the eye and say there's someone better than fucking Jordan Romano when he was in the minors. Get the fuck out of here. Like that's what year was you. that? 2017, maybe? 2017, yeah. I believe it was 2017. That's when Canada and Mexico got in that brawl. I don't know if you remember that. Do you? Oh, yeah. That was in Arizona, right? Yes. Yeah, that was that was good. Um, but no, I think they also fucked up the ninth inning. I, I was talking about it. The more I thought about it. Okay, Kevin Gosman shoved. This, let's talk about it. Is the splitter one of the, his best pitch in baseball, mm-hmm. maybe? That thing's nasty. It's it's uh, it's it falls off a table. It's impossible. I don't know how people hit it. I really don't. Mm-hmm. It's fucked. Especially when he's throwing 97, 96, and it's like, hey, here's this fucking pitch. It's gonna just fall into the dirt every time. Here, swing at it. Looks like it's cock shot in the dirt every time. But it's like, if we were so quick to pull him after one hitter in the ninth, what was the point of putting him out there? Right. Like if you hear me out, hear me out. I'm on the other side of you and we can debate this till we can debate this to the moon. And and there's going to be people sounding off in the comments saying I'm wrong or you're wrong. But listen, Montoya doing that is something that he would have never done last year because he was a fucking pussy last year. Okay, Mm -hmm. Montoya was a pussy last year. He him doing that to Gossman, in my opinion, was a sign of respect. Like, listen, this is your game here to go CG. It's a three nothing ball game, so it's still close. A runner gets on, and another guy gets on. It's nightmare fuel, right? If you get the first hitter out, I don't give a fuck if someone else gets on. This is your ninth inning, okay? That was, in my opinion, a, a veteran respect move. Like, listen, I'm gonna give you the ninth. We're gonna see how you do in the first hitter. You get him out. 
this is your inning. He gets on base. We're going to have to go to our pretty much guy that's guaranteed to close it out no matter what, Jordan Romano. He's a consecutive saves leader, I think, in the major leagues. I don't hate the move because this is something that Montoya would be a pussy to do earlier, and this is showing respect to a vet who's been there before. Did I change your yeah. mind a little bit there? I can No, I can play from that side as well. Like I, what, I like him doing that, but I'm thinking about just winning the fucking game. Think about how if you think starters are superstitious people, think about what a closer on a fucking baseball team is. And True. why would we put him why would we put him in a position to start with a runner on when his thing is he comes into the ninth inning with no runners on every single time? That's a great point. JR, For me, JR you could be you could be like you could be the Switzerland here. What, who who do you think made better arguments here? Because that is a fucking incredible point that I'd even think about. So I think that I like both sides here. I think that Avery's right. Like Jordy's fucking been on fire and you kind of ruined his fucking flow doing something like that. Like if he blows that save, that looks real bad. Like real fucking bad. Um, he almost did. He I think almost did. Montoyo, I do like, I do like the play of bringing him back out, but I think it was, it had to be from a mindset of giving Jordy a rest and that someone else was going to come close that game. And it wasn't going to be Jordy. If it was like that, then I'm fucking all on board. But the fact that Jordy was on his mind, like, dude, the guy's fucking, I know he's like your anchor, but like, don't fuck with him. You give him the ninth, you give him the fucking ninth. And he only only threw one pitch, right? To story. It was one pitch right away. Grounder through the right side. So it's like, give him another, if you're going to let him go, let him go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. Yeah. And you're talking about this. You're talking about that ground ball, that kind of holy shit, that ball was hit hard. Yeah. I just want to say a quick thank you, God, to Mark Shapiro and fucking Ross Atkins for bringing Matt Chapman to the Toronto Blue Jays. I think there is a handful of third basemen that make that play on the planet, right? That ball was fucking pissed on, and he just eats that son of a bitch up tuck, and just looks. The crazy thing is, and I don't know how people do this. I couldn't do it. He looks the runner down at third, pretty much says, you're not going fucking anywhere. He took like two steps toward him, too. Yeah, and then throws like a (laughs) 98-mile-an-hour, just a fastball right to first base. Matt Chapman and the people that were – you guys saw it, too. When I was on Instagram Live with Blue Jays Center, there was people saying, send Matt Chapman back to Oakland. Like, there was people genuinely saying that. And this guy has a six-game hitting streak. And that or five game hitting streak, and he makes like literally, literally a game saving play. So, I mean, what did you I just you guys can maybe talk more about this, but Matt Chapman is a difference maker, period. I don't give a fuck if he goes over a million. Well, he's starting to hit heat up with the bat, so you're going to play the best field in all of baseball, and then you're going to have three hits today. I think it was two or three, yeah, two. Like, uh, yeah, that's going to fucking play for us. We saw the inning before Bobby Delbeck couldn't even get his glove down to the ground <laughs> to make a play, right? Like, let alone Matt Chapman making that play on a piss missile at him at the hot corner. It it was just incredible. Sick play. when you So you were ahead of me, Johnny, because I'm watching MLB TV, and you were like, holy shit, Matt Chapman. It's like, oh, no, what happened? And then I saw that play. I couldn't – at first, I was like, oh, just routine play. And then you see Bobby Delbeck hit the absolute shit of the ball right to him. He handles it like nobody's business. Picks it up, looks at the guy in the third, and just fires it across. The camera was, guy didn't even catch up to it. The no, camera guy was, like, was late on the like. That's how hard the, the ball is. It. I mean, Jr. Like, you're obviously the probably the smartest on this pod on this on this podcast. Uh, that's not a joke. You, you can have see book, the uh, you have book, the Shark Tank books fucking behind mm-hmm. you. But you have a college degree, Jer. Do you, you have, have one, Johnny? Degree. I do. I have a junior college degree, and I actually have Sheridan Sheridan College uh, diploma. Oh, fuck, okay. two degrees. I am I'm zero. I'm very. Yeah, I'm, I'm highly decorated. I'm very highly decorated. But Jr. I mean, Matt Chapman is that guy. Period. I mean, it's just he's that dude. Yeah, I mean, the the issue is is with baseball is the average fan or below average fan will they just see hitting like they they literally just care about hitting because it's it's like the goals in soccer like it's like the goals in in hockey right no one remembers the the two-way center in hockey right like it's the same thing it's like people don't really the average fan doesn't really respect defense because you can't necessarily tell the difference like and they're not going to those analytics sites let's be honest so but I, I I love Chapman. I think it's he's been great. He's been he's just like, a fucking dog for us. You're right about the average fan because the stat you're going to look at for an average fan, home runs an average. Yeah. An, yeah. Average, an average has started being phased out. Mm-hmm. I like how 
at the Rogers Center now, it's OPS that's up beside the players' names, right? Yes. Not average anymore. Kind of hate that, to be honest. I no, like they, yeah, they, they, they no. flicker it. Do they? Okay, yeah. do they? Okay. Yeah, they flicker 60, it. 70 yeah. per, the goes 70% of people, maybe 80% of people watching that game. No fucking clue what OPS is. No shot. Literally, yeah. literally no shot. And we're talking mm-hmm. about OPS and OBP. Credit to me for segueing here. Biggio has to go to AAA, right? <laughs> no, seriously. Mm-hmm. Serious. I'm not even like – he has one hit. It's three. We're three weeks in here. He has one hit. Did you see hit. the hit? It was a little bloop single in the center field. <laughs> like, dude, why the and Blue Jay Center is my guy. We always talk, we always talk about Biggio, and I see his comments, which are the most ludicrous fucking things I've ever seen in my life. Like, there's people saying, give Biggio a chance. He's played every game in the Red Sox series. What what more? And he went one for nine. What more of a chance does this guy want? And he strikes out at an ungodly rate. Avery or Jared, pull up what his stats were this series because I'm trying to find this tweet that was sent to me. Um, Unpopular opinion, but the Blue Jays need to stick Kevin Biggio at second. His upside is well beyond Espinal. Give him regular at-bats at one position. Listen, motherfucker, I promise you the position has zero, zero effect on the guy (laughs) at the plate. Am I right? It has zero effect. If, If he's in the field... It doesn't matter. He's still fielding a fucking baseball. It's not going to affect his at-bats. Like, can we stop with that? Making excuses for this guy? Someone wanted to, uh, you put out the tweet or the uh, Instagram story asking people what we want to talk about. Someone said touch on Biggio's versatility. There's none. There's none. Him and I have <laughs> people, the same amount people, of fucking versatility. People are, people are hyping that up just way too much. Like, one, like... Who gives a fuck that he can play all positions? Like he's a utility so player. Can, so can he's fucking, a shitty utility player. Yeah. Like there's a reason why he has to play every position because he's yes. Sucks. <laughs> like you can teach Espinal how to play outfield. I'm sure fucking he's played before. Um, so that fucking people like literally think that it's like his like big trade. Like Vigio's like playing first base. Like, what? How is Vigio playing first? <laughs> It's it's ludicrous. And the thing is, and listen, show me another team where they have a guy jumping around the fucking field that's above above a three above a 280 hitter. Is there? Is there another team in Major League Baseball that like has a guy that plays Max every, Muncie, maybe? Max Muncie, okay, but Max Muncie's on the dog. Yeah, yeah, he's competing yeah. with fucking Chris Taylor, maybe. Chris Taylor's a stud too. I mean, like you can't, I mean, the reason why they're doing this is they're just throwing shit at the wall and seeing if Biggio can fit somewhere. And he has yeah. not shown that he can fit. So this whole versatility bullshit, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of hearing about Calvin Biggio. And I know we talk about him a lot. And I, that's just the thing. I mean, we try not to talk about him, but he's in the lineup every single day this week. And he goes one for a million. Like I don't think he played on... Um... Or no, you're he didn't right. Play he, on Tuesday. He, he didn't play one game. He didn't play one game. He played in the A series. I was thinking about the A's game on Sunday. I think he was in the in on that. So game. you know the game he got his hit. One for four, two strikeouts. It's like, am I fucking taking crazy pills or something? Like this guy's not good. Jr. Like, you see, you see the comments, and you see the mm-hmm. like the Jays fans saying, "Give Calvin Biggio a chance." Like, if they send him down, it's gonna affect him. This guy won't even hit like won't even hit 280 in AAA. I'm serious. Yeah, it, I don't know when you pull the trigger and just let him let him go down. But I think they I don't know like maybe trade for someone or something. But like who wants him? Who's really like the next option? That's the thing, right? Like is Zimmer? <laughs> I don't know, yeah. man. Tapia. Like I this, guess Tapia had a better good series. news. Good news though for Kevin Biggio. I just looked at the stats. His strikeout rate actually went up fifty percent. Okay, here I just found a stat too. I just found a stat to just body bag people with. So Kevin Biggio apparently is versatile and a good hitter. Let's take a fucking guess what he hit in AAA last year. Let's take a guess. You guys take a guess. Someone take a guess. In AAA. Yeah, last year when he was in AAA, he ha- he played. He had seventy-seven at bats, so a pretty decent size of at bats. What, 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 let's take a guess. What did he hit? Jared, I'll start with you. Take a guess. 220. No, way lower. Eight, One, 140. He hit 182 in fucking AAA, this guy. That's apparently the fucking prodigy that people are talking about on Insta. <laughs> 182. Like, and we're just like, and 182 and his OPS. Oh my God, his OPS. 
614. His OPS was 614 in AAA. It's double what it is right now. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just tired of this guy, but we'll just segue to something else. We I, I got, got the it. I got the Canadian pitchers, by the way. Let's, let's hear I, it. Who, okay. who, who was in the bullpen? I'll just go through all the pitchers. Andrew Albers, Terrible. John Axford, Kevin Chapman, Shane Dawson, Ryan Dempster, Eric Gagne, Jim <laughs> Henn. <laughs> He's like a hundred. I, I got to look back to yeah, 2017. Eric Gagne was on the team. <laughs> and Jordan Romano saw that and was probably like, what the fuck are we doing? Like yeah. these guys are on the team. Like, I don't know, man. I, like I just, Jim Henderson, Chris LaRue, Adam Lowen. Adam Lowen, I swear was an outfielder. And yeah, they made was. him a pitcher. They made him a pitcher. Scott Matheson, Dustin Mollican, Nick Pavetta, Scott Richmond, and Rowan Wick. Scott Richmond. Oh my God! Wasn't Scott Richmond legend. a Georgetown guy? Jared? Yeah, I think he's Scott Richmond. Yeah, he is a Georgetown guy. Or no, no, sorry. He, you know, uh, no. he went. No, he's from BC. He's from. Okay, BC. who am I thinking of? I I have no idea who you're possibly thinking of. Yeah, I'm. Oh, I know you're, the guy. Oh, you're Anderson? Thinking, Are you thinking Anderson? No, the guy you're thinking of went to my high school. He pitched for the Met, uh, the Expos too. He went to BR. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. I, I don't remember his name is, but anyways, we got to eat our words about Tapia. We we didn't yes. give him a chance. We didn't give him a chance. We're I listen. Harry fucking Bonds, Rymel Tapia. Uh, that ball he hit out of Fenway, <laughs> the pimp job, the contact, and just the sweat. And by the way, I'm a big I'm a big dip guy. He had he never has a never does never doesn't have a fucking hammer in his mouth, and that that gives me point. That gives me style points. So I got to tip my cap to Tapia. I'm a Tapia guy now. I don't know about oh. you guys. He's he he's good. I, I got I got it. He's good. That was manalytics. He, he go he ahead. Had the worst he had the worst celly ever with that jacket. Did you see that? Him and Chapman. Not great. They're like it trying was, to fucking was, yeah. figure it out in the corner there, and fucking looks like he never hit a home run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he has to get used to it, right? He has to get used to it. Yeah. He kind of skull fucked a couple baseballs last night too. He hit one to the warning track as well for a guy who hit the most ground balls in baseball last season to be just lifting the ball out of nowhere. He's going to be drug tested out of nowhere, 100%. but he's been using his speed. Well, also we talked about the uh, leading off shit. Who sent that in there? Did, was that one of you guys? I did. Yeah, I did. Okay. We should talk about that. Yeah. That's be- a good point. I, I let me do, I just want to bring up his last five games. So in his last, sorry, yeah, one, two, three, four, five in his last five games, he is six, four, five, 10, 15. He's six for 19. I got to eat my words. I mean, maybe it was this change of scenery or something along those lines, but uh, I got to eat my words. I, I'm a Tapia guy now. I will not bash Tapia unless he goes like 0 for 100, but he's very fast. He was making very good contact. And honestly, he filled in pretty good for Springer in the leadoff role, right? I mean, today, two for five, got on base, did a great job, great at bats. I love, I mean, he, he's good. I, I got to eat my words. His job is to get on base in the first hole for sure for the guys behind him. So as long as he's doing that, we can't really knock how he gets on base, right? Like there's no there's no pictures on the scorecard. So however he can get on, I don't think anyone's ever going to complain how it happens. Yeah, Jr. Read that read that uh, leadoff thing for the people because you're like I said, I'm gonna fist fuck the words. So you you read it. This is this is a stat that I, I sent it in, in lately from Josh Goldberg. Yeah, I sent it in at four fifty eight. This is the first time he's opened the chat. He's got to fucking scroll through it. Yeah. Yeah, guys, just a, just a blue-collared worker over here. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Four, oh, 458. Okay. Oh, my God. The, there's no link. You know what? All right, JR. You, uh, yeah, wait, I right. got it. You got it? Wait. 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 I think I got this. If you're fucking punching Boba your Shet. radio right Boba now. Boba The Boba Shet? Yes. Yeah. Bobachet, a lifetime 300 hitter with an 871 OPS out of the leadoff spot. Though he might get a look there with Springer out to maybe change up the vibes a bit. Yeah, he hasn't been good. Who hasn't been good? Um, Bobachet. No, he was great the last two games. What are you talking about? What do you have? One hit today? No, you know, one hit last night. He went one two for today. four today. Yeah, two for four okay. today. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, I mean, so the moral of the story is in the tweet that Jr. read there is Bobuchet's a career 300 hitter when he's hitting leadoff. We got to start bringing that up. I mean, 
obviously he was struggling in the two hole. Do you flip flop him and Springer? Maybe is that is that not a bad option? Have have Springer protect Vladdy? Maybe like Springer heading ahead of Vladdy, or Vladdy protecting Springer? Like, what do you guys think about that? Like, maybe a flip flop. Just try it out. I think. Do you do we think? Okay, let's rank those three hitters because I think it's Vladdy, Springer, Bo, probably. So I I think. So I think having in the two hole is protecting him is, and that's why he's there. That's a good point. That's a good well, point. I think that, uh, like, Bo should be leading. You know, like, there's no question about it. Like, Springer has more power than Bo, and Bo can steal. So, like, th- like this is just, like, Springer wants to hit lead up. So, let's just do whatever you want. I mean, Springer would be great in, like, the 2-3 hole, I think, personally. Like, he can focus more on mashing the ball, which he's fucking good at. And I get it. He's comfortable in the leadoff spot. But, I mean, Bo is just an all-around would be a great leadoff hitter. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, I don't know. He just fits the mold of a leadoff guy, you know? Like, he's flashy. He's a shortstop. I I, I like him at leadoff. I, I'm willing to give it a try. But you mentioned Springer, and, oh, my God, was I fucking scared when Springer got hit there. I thought we were going to have to have – and listen – I actually no no yeah seriously listen to this if we had to have Bradley Zimmer as our everyday center fielder I would never watch a Jays game again I'm serious I he's and Avery was pumping this guy's tires apparently last year and maybe Jr is great maybe Jr can allude to this but Avery are you fucking blind like this guy can't hit a fucking beach ball he is horrible dude he can't hit and he wasn't even making plays in the field he wasn't he wasn't tracking fly balls george springer's probably slower and gets to the ball way quicker than this fucking guy yeah we're not going to do this bradley zimmer slander because he's going to go six for 20 next week when he has to play that's all the time. fine i'm happy but i have that. i have more slander for kevin biggio now, now that we're talking about it Kevin Biggio was so bad they had to take George Springer on his day off and put him back <laughs> into the fucking baseball game. We couldn't even give him a full day off That's because Kevin Biggio point. was so bad. It's like, hey, Kevin, here's two at bats. I'll go whiff, whiff. I don't know what he actually did in them because I had to fucking interview someone today. I missed the middle part of the game. But it's like, hey, you you got to get back in the game, George, because we can't have this shit bum out here. <laughs> Dude, yeah. you're right. But uh, when you saw it, when you, when you, JR, when you saw Springer get hit there in the thing, and obviously the test came back negative, he exited the game. I just think it was obviously hyped up because just based off of the, like, how cold it was. And they're like, they don't want to risk the injury and stuff, which is fine. I'm fine with you putting Zimmer in the outfield for whatever last three innings. But I was genuinely scared. Like, we're going to have to have Bradley Zimmer as the area center fielder. I seriously, seriously was scared about that. It makes to sh- it goes to show you how grateful we should be of George Springer. This guy is mm-hmm. a difference maker, top five center fielder in all of baseball, and we have him playing in our fucking backyard with Vladdy and Bo and Tay Oscar and Lo- Are you kidding me? What it just we we took it we took it for granted. We really do. Yeah, I think that's tough. Like where he got hit, so easy to break a bone. Um, but we we've seen it like a lot this year. Mike Trout had a very Similar hitbox like that looks super scary, but there's been a decent amount of uh, star players getting hit in that area, that wrist area. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. And this is completely off topic, but a lot of people, a lot of listeners were saying this in the, uh, this, the question I put on our story. We got to talk about this uh, Kevin Gossman dip. I mean, and oh, listen, yeah, I saw that. I, 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 I posted on uh, the official, I posted on the official official Insta. Um, you want a quick way to my heart. You could go 0 for 500 if you have to, if you do. But if Sportsnet pans to the dugout and you're fucking packing the biggest dip I've ever seen, and you, you're you my guy now. Like, Kevin Gossman, I will defend till he dies. I will always be a Kevin Gossman defender now. Because one thing, for the obviously, like, the younger listeners don't know, he packed this dip, and this is how you know he's nails. He moved it with his tongue, you know? Like, that's when it's like, okay, this guy, this guy is a grizzled fucking vet. Like that video is incredible. I, I, I watched it a hundred times. You're the dip guy. I'm not the dip yeah, guy. Vladdy, but... Vladdy coming in and fucking just an absolute battle of a team. Just huge fucking dip. And the Jays didn't, he, I don't think the Jays social media knew it, or maybe they did know it, but they were saying like, uh, Vladdy was like trying to get Montoya to not take out Kevin Gossman. 
And the next thing you know, Gossman just does the hair flip and just packs a fucking hammer on TV. And it's just, they always try to like pan away from that or something, but they couldn't because Vladdy was doing something funny. So it was just at all, maybe that's my, that's my favorite video of the year so far. Like that's the video of the year. That's the that's the type of hammer though that kind of signals, hey, I'm done for the day. I would have thought. Not yeah, that's hey, what I'm I to thought go, too. When I'm I saw not... that, I was like, oh, okay, this was like when they, when uh, they like he's not going back out, sort of thing. Like, because he was trying like to get he... locked and loaded for the ninth. He was, <laughs> yeah, because Vladdy, like they were the, everything like on social media was saying like Vladdy's trying to not have him come out of the game. And then he just like flicks his hair back and fucking packs a huge dip, just ready to fucking get back out there. It's such. It's just Kevin Gossman is my ace now. That's all. Did I he really did he earn his money today? Yes. Not yep. see. Listen, and we're gonna talk about this. Actually, we'll talk about this now. There is a certain guy that pitches in New York that <laughs> is one of the biggest piece of shit frauds, maybe in all of baseball. Thirty two million a year. And you can't even get out of the fucking second inning against the Tigers without Javier Baez in the lineup? You fucking bum. So we got to take, we got to, like I said, this, this is an episode of taking, not taking guys for granted. Kevin Gossman showed up in a game when you have to show up. Garrett yeah. Cole doesn't do that. Garrett Cole shit his pants in the wild card game last year. Kevin Gossman's the type of guy that I'm, if he throws that game, I'm like, this is a guy that's going to fucking carve sticky stuff or not. Garrett Cole is absolutely horrid. Sick fucking contract, Yankees. Sick fucking contract. This guy sucks. Um, Garrett Cole going out in front of the dugout to throw, like because the Tigers had switched to their third pitch of the inning, was the most <laughs> Bush League, minor league, peewee, Coba baseball thing I've seen <laughs> in my whole entire life. And it was it was horrible. Did you guys see the uh the Yankees announcer who was duped by that account yeah, saying no, that, was, that was the angels. That was oh, the angels, angels. Now. Okay. Yes. Okay. They, uh, for anyone who didn't see it, someone put out a tweet saying Garrett Cole had promised a bunch of students MacBooks if he, but he only had to go two innings against <laughs> the Tigers and he didn't do that. And the angels radio guy brought the story up on air and was all disappointed about it. It, it was an all-time visual. It was an all-time visual. It was an all-time clip. Um, and that short porch sports or whatever I think it's called. It's like I think it's called short porch or I don't remember. Or New short York. porch is the bar stool thing, but I think it's New mm -hmm. York something. New York yeah. something. And it's it's and it gets and this is why I think there should be an age limit on social media. If you are above <laughs> the age of fifty-five and you like don't have one a sense of humor or don't understand sarcasm, you shouldn't be anywhere near Twitter. Because I, if you look at the responses, it's like, what a piece of shit. He should have just donated them anyways. It's like, are you kidding me with that? Like, are you kidding me with that? And it goes to show you. I mean, JR, Garrett Cole is a fucking fraud. And I want him 10 times out of 10 to pitch in Toronto because the Jays fans will be in this guy's fucking ear, especially if that Rogers Center's packed. And he's a mental midget. So the Jays will, it'll be nightmare fuel for him. Yeah, I think it's been like the worst I've seen it. Like, I feels like it feels like there's something new every day with Garrett Cole. Like, this is the worst I've seen it with him. Like, he just gets flustered. I feel like he just gets easily flustered. I know he's a gamer though. Like, obviously he's a good pitcher. Um, is he a gamer but, though without sticky stuff? Is he? I don't know. Maybe the announcers are just getting in my head because every time he goddamn pitches, they might say double digits that he's a fucking gamer and that he loves <laughs> i once heard i once heard him say that oh my god actually it was uh being now said that um that he loves to pitch against good teams like does he that just can't be true right who loves know? he said if they said like if you had the chance to throw again it's like the best offense he would every day like no that's just no that just can't true. be true because, no one lit literally it. not true he would say the game would start late or he would say it was too cold or th that they changed their pitcher he had to go warm up in front of the dugout i mean it was such an awesome visual like and listen i what i did that game was i hedged my happiness because i was talking a lot of shit about garrett cole so i bet his over strikeouts just to kind of hedge <laughs> yeah. where i was going to be 
and he didn't even get anywhere near. I mean, he got three. And the, they're all in the walked, first inning. He walked, struck out the side. Yeah, he walked oh five God. guys. He walked five fucking guys. Like five guys. You know how long it took him? I, I, they set a stat. I was watching the Yes Network, and they set a stat where he had to get to his like eighth or ninth start till he got five walks last year. And he got it in his second or third start this year. He got five in one fucking game. So yet Yankee land is in shambles, right? They put up another zero spot against the Tigers today. They put up a zero spot last week against the Orioles. I don't know what they're doing. I it just it's not great. How about them uh, walking Miggy? Hey, you see that? Yeah, it was. It, it just, was that, smart. That, it was hilarious that people dogged them though. It was smart, but it was a Yankee thing to do, right? I mean, could you yeah. imagine? Like, could you imagine, Jr. Could you imagine? If if they intentionally walked Derek Jeter at Yankee Stadium before three thousand, that guy would get death threats. He'd have to go and fucking secret. He'd have to go secret fucking service. Have to make an alias name for him and his family. If someone did that to Jeter and the Yankee fans are trying to defend it, now they're all analytical guys now. And they're like, oh, but the second and third for Miggy is a great hit. Like, (laughs) shut the fuck up, dude. Like, just shut up. So it's crazy. Yeah, fuck, fucking. Classic Yankees though they can't fucking hit, dude. They can't. They can't. For, like they suck. Their offense sucks. Like they're bad against the Orioles, and then today they put out a fucking goose egg. Like Jesus Christ, they man, can't they're hit. struggling. They can't hit. And Jay's like looking at the AL East. Like the Rays are struggling. Like, like they're starting to rebound a little bit. But I mean, like we're in a good spot here. We're in a great spot. We're in, we're in a great on, spot. We're in a very good spot. Like mm-hmm. honestly. I, I like where the Jays are at right now. And this is, and for people that aren't like watching Jays games every day, like we are, the, the, the pitching hasn't even been that great. Like Barrios mm-hmm. never ha- has, hasn't had as good shit yet. Right. Kikuchi he gave up a ha- thousand hits. Yeah, uh, Barrios. Yes. And he walked a shit ton of guys like a young Garrett Cole. I, and, but he got, but it, he was damage control. And that's what makes Barrios so good. In my opinion is the fact that he can work around this shit. And yesterday, he was up to, like, 95, I think, right? 96. And he was, like, his – as the game continued, it was less and less walks and more locating and getting guys out and just making good pitches. So, I th- I don't know. Brios is in a good spot. I-, I think he's in a really good spot. His – we combined Kevin Gosman's splitter with Jose Barrios's slurve slider, whatever that is. We could build maybe the best arsenal in baseball with what we have in a rotation for sure. Um, for sure. He, and I don't know, I haven't looked at his splits. It's something I should do. Of, I think I said this last episode too, of if he takes a while to get going, if he does fine. But what I saw yesterday from Jose Barrios, well, I was like very happy with how he was able to handle things. That game could have got out of control early. Like I know we scored a bunch of runs in that second inning, put up five in the second, but Barrios could have easily given it back with the amount of hits that he was given up. I think we, they had more hits than us through five or whatever we had done, but he was just he just made pitches when it needed to happen, and that's fine. His confidence is going to build. His stuff is going to get better every start, and I'm I was actually very happy with that start. And that is as hitting the nail on the head as you could possibly be. He honest, if you asked him, I can guarantee you, he said he felt like dog shit the first two or three innings. Mm-hmm. He. It's no secret. He was giving up base knock after base knock. He was so wild. He hit fucking story in the face. And the fact that that stat line for him was as good as it was is a goddamn Christmas miracle. But it goes to show you how veteran, how good of a vet he is and how truly good his shit is because he was unbelievable the second half of his appearance yesterday, man. He really was. Eight hits is a lot of hits to give up as a starting pitcher. Like (laughs) kind of crazy. Um, but no, I think it was great. You see any of his start, Jer? Yeah, I watch a little bit. I mean, it's like classic Barrios. He always gets hit like pretty hard, um, but he's good at getting out of jams. It's just like his thing. He finds a way. He's a pretty good quality start pitcher. But I mean, I'm still waiting for that. See a little more from him, to be honest. But he definitely rebounded well. But uh, I'm looking for Gosman's been more impressive. Like 100. percent Hundred percent. Been uh, Gosman getting more of the shine, but uh, nothing against Barrios. I think like he's doing good. Like it's nothing bad. Obviously, that first start was bad, but we'll forget about that. 
Uh, I'm excited to see what he could do. I, is he slated to pitch against the Astros? I'm guessing potentially. Oh, uh, I don't think so. No. So who we're gonna he might go get strip, them in the second stripling? Stage, right? Yeah, stripling. Uh, I think no, Barrios. No, Barrios and Gosman Sunday. were both supposed to pitch against the, the Red Sox again. Yeah. Oh, because no, Kikuchi's oh, gonna pitch. Okay. They go stripling Manoa Kikuchi will pitch. Yeah, stripling Manoa Kikuchi. Yeah, and then anyway, so should we announce the news of the first ever guest we're gonna be having on this podcast? Credit to the young Johnny Junes for hooking it up. I mean, should we say it? Should we say? I mean, the guy said he's gonna hop on. I just don't know when. Obviously, sometime next week when we're all available, or it'll be a solo interview. But we got him. I mean, we got one of the guys we want. The other guy yeah. we're on. The, the other guy we want is in the works, aka Zach mm-hmm. Collins. He's going to come on this podcast. Listen, if tell, I get, tell the news about the, uh, in case no one's really creeping our profile, about the girlfriend here. Yeah. What's so anyway, on? so I'll announce the guest we got first. So we got Taylor. We got we got Heineman coming on. So uh, Heineman, magic I, man. He, he's mutual friend, the magician. Uh, El, El Magician, he's uh, good friends with one of my good buddies, Mike Adams. So credit to Mike Adams for actually making this happen for mm-hmm. us. Um, but yeah, we got we got Hahnemann coming on next week, which is going to be electric for the first ever guest on the podcast. Um, and then, so anyways, the Zach Collins background. So Zach Collins' girlfriend follows us on all our social media channels. She loves our shit. She thinks it's funny. Um, and she's going to put in a good word for us. If not, I'm going to try to weasel uh jano to kind of get him on for us or someone else that i know yeah because jano you know better yeah so i don't know so we'll see but yeah potentially get that but moral story is we got tyler heineman and that's that was i i I mean that was pretty easy to be honest because just mutual friends but zach collins isn't gonna be easy all right this guy's seventeen thousand followers he has fucking he has gavin sheets commenting on his shit uh all, he just he's massive on Instagram. So one sooner than later, I guarantee you he's he's watched our shit or he's seen some of the dumb stuff that we've posted about him. Hundred percent. But uh, and I just actually messaged his girlfriend. I said like, is he dead to us or is he coming on the podcast? Like <laughs> it's it's that's it. So we will get Zach Collins and it will be a massive announcement because uh, Avery is a fucking wizard with these videos. If you know, you, you can tell which videos I post because they're not the greatest, but they just get the job done. And, you, got, uh, you got troubles on Canva. Yeah, and I figured out Canva. Yeah, you you have Canva figured out, but I'm starting to figure it out because I, I was using it for the official official podcast today. So it's just I'm figuring it all out. But yeah, so we got him. We got Heineman. I mean, it's going to be one of the most electric things. I, I'm <laughs> expecting nothing but electricity. Uh, just based on the fact, maybe he'll give us a fucking magic trick. But yes. I, I, it is going to be funny, and it, and that's what the people want. It's the first guest. Listen, people are going to say, "Why don't you get Jano on with your boys with Jano?" It's it's Heineman. I want Heineman first. I'm too. Close we need to get to all the catchers. <laughs> we need to get warmed up here. We need to get warmed give up. Give me here. Heineman ten times out of ten. I like give me Heineman first, just just to kind of break. Hey, you played the with uh, big thing though. The Zach, the uh, the one thing Zach Collins doesn't have on Heineman is the Garrett Cole connection, right? True. Yes. That's what we're looking forward to. Here. We can get Talk the Garrett Cole Garrett connection, Cole. and maybe Heineman mm-hmm. can actually weasel Zach Collins for us. I mean, we'll yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out, but we got him, right? ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> someone, 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 play the fucking <laughs> Jay. First you're gonna ask Johnny. Dude. So, so how's Zach Collins? <laughs> What's Zach Collins like to Heineman first question? No, well, anyways, we're gonna weasel, we're gonna weasel, we're gonna weasel Zach Collins on. But well, you gotta you, you gotta play an Avery. You can you could do the edit of this, all of our faces on the cops and that meme, and it's gonna be ladies and gentlemen, we got him. And it's gonna yeah. cut to him doing a fucking magic <laughs> trick or some shit. But yeah, it's gonna be Heineman next week. I'm hoping he can come on for the Friday episode um we're gonna try to record like it's hard to work around our schedules i don't know if you can usually record at this time but um even if it's like a solo or something we'll figure something out we'll figure something out whenever he's available we'll i'll meet his needs so we have to for a guy like that yeah we're gonna have to for a guy like that so (laughs) we got him but let's go i mean and there's one thing i actually want to talk about so well we forgot to talk about zach collins's fucking home run oh my god (laughs) i was at a loss of words when he hit that like it was it was launched Right, it was. It was, and then the next day he was out of the line. I was like, "You have a guy running so hot." (laughs) Another righty. I couldn't believe we're two weeks into the season, and I am saying, "Why is Zach Collins not playing today?" But that is exactly what I texted in there. I it blew my mind that he wasn't playing, and I get it. (laughs) I mean, but (laughs) I was pissed. I was, I was right, pissed. You're, you had you had a right to be pissed. Like the guy was hitting like 470. 
after that game. Like, and, and Montoya, who honestly, listen, I like, I try, I say he's good and all that stuff, doesn't have a fucking clue what he's doing. Like, mm-hmm. ride the hot hand, dude. Like, ride mm-hmm. the hot hand. If you're gonna put Biggio on like every fucking second day or every day, like, keep Collins. Let Collins cook. Seriously. Let Collins. He. They were on the broadcast yesterday. They said Charlie Montoyo knew nothing about Zach Collins and he knew nothing about Rymel Tapia. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like, I got to put them in the game and see what they can do. It's like, come on, man. Like you're a big league fucking manager and you don't know. It's crazy to me. But Zach Collins was nothing short of stellar. And listen, he had a bad day. He, he did catch today. That's why Kevin Gosman through well so zach collins got the mm. assist yes zach collins got the assist today mm. we we should honestly he's just gonna be his personal catcher maybe may, yeah we'll, <laughs> we'll maybe get a listener or someone to just calculate how many strikeouts uh zach collins is like a part of as, as a yes. catcher and we'll just add it to stats like he had like 180 assists I'm, i might uh i might go back into the mlb tv archives and clip up every single one of the strikeouts. It's just, just zoomed just in at Zach, of Zach Collins. <laughs> <laughs> just great game today, Zach, and I'll tag it and put the it The Zach out. Collins campaign is stronger than ever. <laughs> it really is. Like, we got everyone pumping his tires. The human We need thumb, him to play ball with us just a little bit, man. Just give us something for the, fuck's sake. The human thumb just doesn't give a fuck. He is a legend, and that nickname is sticking because we have listeners calling him that now on our post. The He's not going to come on after he hears that. The human thumb is kind of funny. If he has a sense of humor, and by the way, I don't know if someone's running a social media. The guy posted a fucking Instagram like two minutes after the last out. Did you see that, JR? He, he's doing these like weird like like four hours till like game day posts, like <laughs> shit like that. It's like I look at the time it's posted like today. It was like – this is like an hour before the game. Like, who is he? Yeah. Actually going on his phone and posting these. They're so generic. Like, the wife might be doing that. To be the honest. wife's got to be because, doing like, it. She's it tuned in, man. Like, it doesn't feel like the Zach Collins we know. The way and shout out Natalie, by the way. Shout out Natalie. She is going to be the plug for Zach Collins. He went to Miami. He went to the University of Miami, too. So, good for this fucking guy, man. I mean, you know, guy, do you guys him. remember uh, Spy Kids when they have – the actual fucking thumbs. Yes. Um, we need, I mean, a shirt with Zach Collins on on that thing would kind of be electric. He would Dude, hate it. He's going to love us. And listen, <laughs> listeners of this show, I think all of us, like this podcast together, is going to go to a Jays game next week. That's like one of my hopes we do or something like that. Yep. We, If you guys, like if you are at this game and you see us at this game, come say what's up. Maybe we'll hand you a Zach Collins human thumb shirt. Because we need to make these and just hand these out to a whole fucking section. Like a the, whole section wearing the human thumb shirt. The great hilarious. Thumbino. <laughs> the great Thumbino. That's a great one. <laughs> it's just, I love Zach Collins. Like I, I, He's like a child of mine that I just ne- hope never fails. Like when he fails now, in my mind, it's like I'm kind of failing, you know? I'm yes. leading the Zach Collins. Like the, We're leading the Zach Collins train, and it's not fucking stopping. It's refusing mm-hmm. to fucking stop. I love him. I love him so much. I really do. I love him. Cheering, cheering for the niche players is so much more fun than just cheering for the studs. It's not even close. I want to see a Zach Collins jersey at, at Rogers Center. If someone has that, please wear it to a game. Because I don't think there – do you think there's one, other than his family and friends, there's one human being on planet Earth with a Zach Collins Blue Jays jersey? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either, man. But we gotta we gotta start that because the great Thumbino doesn't fuck around. He's the goat. Uh yeah. he's our savior. And when Jano's back, he's gonna DH and Cavan Biggio is gonna be in Dunedin. So it's just everything's gonna come into full circle with that guy. And I honestly I can't wait. I, I seriously, seriously can't wait. Um, another thing we gotta talk about is Gabriel Moreno. This guy just refuses to just not hit. I he is disgusting. He's threatening our guy. He's threatening Zach he Collins. Is. Zach Collins is like, I don't know. I posted a meme last year of, um, what's it called? I posted a meme last year of like the see you again. And maybe we could do that too. You know when the see you again thing? And if Zach Collins, anything ever happens to him when Gabriel Moreno comes up, we could just do the see you again meme with Zach Collins in the other lane. And then, uh, like the Gate 14 podcast and Moreno in the left. I am hoping, listen. 
I hope he's forever a Blue Jay. I hope he could play maybe another position or just DH and just do just be that guy that rakes for us. But um, it's it's such a beautiful sight to see seeing a guy, a young guy like Gabriel Moreno, who's twenty fucking two, by the mm-hmm. way, just absolutely rake. I mean, what is he hitting right now, Avery? Do you know? Um, I was looking three days ago. I tweeted that I was hitting three eighty nine with five RBI. He's hitting three sixty right now. He yeah. is hitting three fucking sixty. One for four again today. I mean, he just refuses to stop this guy and. I, Sooner or later, the Jays are going to have to call him up because you want to keep young guys like this happy. And if he's in AAA in Buffalo staying in God knows where, just rotting in the minors, he's not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. So the one thing with catchers, lost an AirPod, one thing about catchers is you worry about their offensive production when they come into the league because catching a big league staff is such a big deal, right? So it's like whenever you can find a guy who has any sort of offensive production from the catcher spot, you're really happy. For a team here where I think our pitching staff's so good, where we can afford to maybe take a step, like we have Alejandro Kirk catching right now. We've taken a step back from being sound defensively behind the plate, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think having him there is just not that big of a deal. But if he can hit 270 for us, what? What if you say 14 homers for the rest of the year? That'd be fucking awesome. I don't know what we would do with our catchers, though. Like, because Kirk, so, Kirk's gonna have to get traded. It, it, but, it, it, it pains me to say it. Kirk's gonna have to get dealt, right? It doesn't even matter. He's, if it's gonna, look, he's gonna look awesome as a Cleveland Guardian, and he's gonna be an All Star one year. True. But yeah, I I feel like we're go- not gonna give Kirk a fair shot because of how good uh, Gabriel Moreno is. And Zach Collins. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah. You're and right. Zach. You're we right. do have to make space for Zach Collins. <laughs> if he keeps hitting like this, Silver Slugger is a possibility. I'm gonna say it. And, I, and, and credit to me for being a man of my word, taking the shot every single time mm-hmm. that this guy hits a nuke. It's I'm hoping to take 30. Could you imagine you just a Zach Collins masterclass, like 280 with 30 nukes? Could you imagine how crazy that shit would fucking be? It would be the coolest thing ever. A guy that the Jays traded a guy that jerked off in a fucking Walmart parking lot for is launching balls for the Blue Jays. I love it. At Fenway too. It's it's such a beautiful sight to see. And this is all, this is known as the week of Zach. It, it plain and simple. He's earned it, man. He has earned build the statue. You said it. Um, I love him. I, it, 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 that's fine. So we'll, but our white whale now. Yeah. He's the white whale to get on this show. I mean, it's, you could say Bo, all these guys, it's Zach no, fucking no. Collins. It is Zachariah Collins. Uh, by the way, former first round pick 10th overall. <laughs> this guy's just always been a dog. So, yeah, last seven games in 333, two nukes, four RBIs, 360 on base. That'll play. And a 667 slugging percentage. So, I like we got ahead of ourselves putting them in the four slot today. I'm not Yeah, that's, that's just got to stop. <laughs> that's, I don't know what the fuck. I mean, leave you, him six. Charlie Montoya was watching the show. Yeah, leave him yeah, six or seven. Yeah. Leave him six or seven. Leave him six or seven. I mean, that, that's fine. That's where, he, that's where he strives. That's where he's yeah, comfortable. That's right? where he's the greatest six-hole hitter in MLB history. Mm-hmm. That's the, the thumb, the great thumbino. Um, we'll go into this weekend series, man. Obviously, playing at Minute Maid, you can say in recent times because they cheated, it's definitely difficult. Plain and simple. I don't care if they're cheating or not. This team is fucking legit. And obviously they're six and six right now. Kind of a tough schedule. They've played some pretty good teams. The Angels, all those guys. We got fucking the Blue Jay killer tomorrow, Justin Verlander. Yeah, I don't like it. Forward to that. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't know about you. I mean, I don't like it at all. Maybe with the Jays healthy lineup, but I'm praying for our little Zach going up against Justin fucking Verlander because his ERA is 0.69 this year. Is that good? Is 0.69 good? Coming off Tommy John too. Yep, going against a fucking heavy ready lineup. I mean, it's a recipe for him. Absolutely. <laughs> well, he's going to get three studs, and well, Zach Collins is a stud, but Rymel Tapia and Bradley Zimmer most likely. If bro- let's I- just throw all the lefties in the lineup tomorrow. Like, let's just take an L. Let's yeah. just throw all the lefties in case they get hits. All the little scrubs. This is my first series. I'm going to predict the loss. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it go. Yeah, you got. We have well, we got Kikuchi Manoa, on Sunday. The Manoa game on Saturday is a, a win, I think, against your Quiddy or whatever the fuck his name is, or I don't yeah. know how to pronounce that. But yeah, no, that was pretty good. The Saturday one is gonna be good. I think Saturday one they're gonna be fine. 
It's tomorrow. But the thing is, we were saying the same thing about Ross stripping last week, and he fucking carved. So you yeah, never he know. Strides with game. no pressure. There's literally zero pressure in this game. We should lose this game. We should 100% lose this game based off the matchup. Verlander against. Yeah. No, it's a good point. I don't know. Uh, no, I'm tripling. He could go out and pitch an inning. No one would give a fuck, really. So true. That's a good point. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be a weird series, in my opinion. It's, I just want the Jays to come back home, sleep in your own beds against the Red Sox. And I don't know if you guys saw this, though, but a, a pretty, I'm pretty sure a lot of Red Sox or Yankees players got vaccinated. Yankees. Um, All Yankees, the Yankees right? did. Yeah, so a lot of the Yankees they got, guys. So they get vaccinated now. Very odd situation, I eh? Like, you it think does, coaches, like, get vaccinated? or I so guess they, they don't get paid, it. right, for those games. Probably, but yeah, they don't just have so much money. They don't get paid, yeah. and it's also the element of just not being with the boys in my mind. It's like, fuck, yeah, yeah, like true. the guys are just obviously having a good time in Toronto. You're not at the field 24-7, like having the – everyone loves to visit here. Um, mm-hmm. Do people honestly, go out a lot in Toronto, Johnny? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. They do. It's a good destination spot for the yeah, if you like, like I said, if you listen to Paul, like every single guy that I get on, like even Adam Frazier last week said he's excited to visit Toronto, mainly because me and him are going to get after it, have a couple <laughs> beers, but that's – that's besides a fact. I just think, I just think one, how close the AL East is. You can't afford to kind of punt games and have not your players. And two, I just think it doesn't. I mean, it's you're you're a shitty teammate if you're not going right. Like, yeah. it's just you look like a fucking clown. So it makes sense. But I'm just excited. JD Martinez isn't going to be playing this week against the Jays. Julio, yeah. Um, Tanner Houck isn't going to play either. He looked fucking nasty again. Yeah. Oh, my God. He is. I think Aaron Judge got vaccinated because of, like, contract talks. Because imagine going into contract talks and the people who run the the team are like, hey, you didn't even get vaccinated. You couldn't even play eight games or whatever when we went to Toronto. Like, you don't really fucking care about us. We're not going to give you all the money that you're asking for, right? Yeah. He did turn down He's asking for an absurd amount. Well... And well, we can talk about that. The Aaron Judge contract talk. And then we'll just recap the weekend and then we'll be done. We'll be out of here. But he is delusional, right? Like we can all talk mm-hmm. about that. I mean, the amount of money the Yankees offered him. Are you fucking kidding me? He would have been the I think one of the highest AAV players in baseball. Yeah. And he's not better than Juan Soto. He's not better than fucking Bryce Harper, Mike Trout. The guy's delusional, and you want to handcuff the Yankees. You want to play on a winning team. I know there's no salary cap, but if you're playing, paying Garrett Cole $32 million a year, and then on top of that, you're paying fucking Aaron Judge $30 million, whatever the fuck he was offered, you're handcuffing the team. They can't just pay. I mean, it's just it's a tough look, and I genuinely – I seriously don't think he's going to be a Yankee. I, I don't know. I seriously don't. Really? But if you turn that down, what, what, what could you possibly want, right? Who would pay him that though? Yeah, I don't think anyone would pay him. That's the thing with the Yankees. They're probably like, dude, like one, we're not signing that shit because it's way too much money. And who the fuck else is gonna pay you that, really? <laughs> yeah. It's like he's also I can think of guys wearing different uniforms and thinking they look good in those uniforms. What's a uniform you think Aaron Judge looks good in anywhere <laughs> else? Fuck, I could see him like Tigers. Yeah. Like the yeah. fucking Astros. Yeah, Astros, Tigers, and listen, mm-hmm. the Tigers are, ma- are starting to make that push. Like they're calling okay. guys up. They signed Baez. They signed Rodriguez. They're not going to be scared to spend money. I could definitely see him potential landing spot, maybe Detroit or something along those lines, because they don't give a fuck about money right now. Mm-hmm. No, I think that I think they'd spend their money on pitchers, but for sure, that's that's a good one. But yeah, Aaron Judge, fuck him, he sucks. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we'll so you we're we're all agreeing one and two this weekend, which is fine. Go, leave leave the Red Sox and Astros series five hundred. I'll take that shit with a non healthy lineup a million times out of a million. If I just don't get swept, just don't, don't get, get swept. swept. Do not yeah. get fucking swept. Right? We can all agree on that. I just do. I do not want to get swept. I wanted the Jays to go the longest tenure without getting swept. That would be electric. That would be awesome. I I'm gonna go off topic here. Um, I was thinking about this just randomly. Do you think George Springer's a pussy for coming out of the game um, for a bruise when Trevor Story got hit in the fucking head and didn't come out of the game? I think it's cautious, though, based on injuries, right? Has Trevor Story ever had really injury problems? No, right? 
Probably, uh, I, I, I think he's dealt though. with some shit. I think last year he was hurt. He was hurt for a decent amount of time last year. I wouldn't call Springer a pussy just based off the fact that um the the time of the game, right? It was six one mm-hmm. when he got hit or five one when he got hit. You don't want to fucking put him out there and let's just say he makes it. He tries to make a diving play and agitates the arm and really fucks it up or whatever the out or like the forearm and stuff. I'm fine with it. I'm, is he a pussy for it? Maybe. I mean, a hockey player wouldn't be. I mean, a hockey player would be out there. Well, but... I guess he stayed in the game, right? And then he came out after. Yeah, he he stayed on base. If he would have got okay. taken off base, then I would have been like, ah, oh, this is iffy. But he definitely told Montoya, get the fuck back in the dugout. I'm staying on base, right? <laughs> so I'm fine with it. At that time of the game, if, and if it's different, if it was a scenario like today where it was 3 1, 3, 3 0, 3 2, I think he would have stayed. We can all agree yeah. on that. He would have stayed. Yeah. Montoya wasn't giving him the option once he got back to the yeah it was and it's fine because he's literally the centerpiece of the team you could say Vladdy Bo that kind of guy but we saw what it was like last year without Springer and I don't want to fucking live that again like before that Zimmer yeah I I don't want to live I don't want to live that again so yeah one or two I I say Manoa carves though because I I I, I could be wrong on this but let me search this up like teams with highest strikeout rates. Let me. I think. I, oh, I they're always, probably low. I'd think the Astros. Really? I would think so. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, fine. They got like Altuve, um, Brantley doesn't strike out a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cal Tucker, Jerry Cal Payne Tucker doesn't. doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, yeah. The Astros are. Where is that? No, they do strike. They're sixth in the league. Really? Yeah. Strikeouts. Bregman, yeah. I guess. Jordan yeah. Alvarez. Yeah. No. Yeah. They're sixth true. in the league, and the Royals are first. The Royals average six a game. Uh. Wait a second. No, 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 no. Just Sorry. pitchers? No, 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 no. They're the sixth best. Sorry. Mm. Okay. The that worst the world the worst in the league is the Orioles. They average 10 strikeouts a game. Oh my fucking God. It's a lot. Cavan. Send Cavan to Baltimore. Let's see how he yeah. does there for fuck's sake. He'd fit in perfect. But yeah, we'll no, take I'm Cedric excited. Mullins. Cedric, yeah, we'll take Cedric Mullins. Fuck it. Cedric Mullins for Biggio straight up. And if you say <laughs> no to that, you're an idiot. Who says no? Yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, this is gonna. And listen, I, I love. And listen, I, I hate watching the Jays against the fucking Orioles or the the Pirates or whatever, or the 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 Reds or Angels and stuff. Angels are shit, by the way. I don't I don't care what they're doing right now. I still think they're shit. Um, this is what I like to watch. I like to see Jays, Astros, Jays, Red Sox, Jays, Yankees. Give me that fucking every game in the year because that's the best baseball to watch. Where it's literally any inning can make a massive difference. Like, like that one inning Jay scored big yesterday, kind of put up zeros the rest of the game. So um, I, I'm excited for this weekend. I'm excited to watch Jay's at minute made. I love, I love those uh, city connect jerseys, by the way, that the Astros have. Do you guys like those? Hate them. Yeah, they're nice. Why the fuck do you hate them? What are you talking Why? I, it just was too much for me. I like the idea. The Red Sox one also doesn't do it for me. I, I, will, I wonder what the Jay's one would be, but. I don't know. We could see. It's, it's, it's probably Sox, red. Sox, fucking brutal. Just oh yeah, it's not the good. Miami ones are sick though. Yeah, Miami mm-hmm. ones are. I fuck with the Miami ones, but yeah. So we're all saying one and two. Who do you think? Which pitcher do you think gets lit up the most? Um, oh man, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go against the green. I'm gonna say Ross Stripling. And hear me out. The House of Horrors, Minimate against the Astros. Ross Stripling, I don't know what it is. I, I, this is just manalytics. I'm pretty sure he's dog shit against the Astros. I think he is. So maybe that's going to be a little House of Horrors. I'm going to say Ross Stripling gets lit up the most. Okay. I'm gonna, I, yeah. And that's a game where I could see the Jays checking out in like the fourth inning and just not getting a hit for like the, like the, the last four or five innings after Verlander just sticks it up their ass. And I honestly think, and I could be wrong on this, but is that Verlander's first game pitching at Minute Maid since he got injured? That's going to be something to think about too, right? Interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's going to be hype. Did he Ross Stripling is no. one and one. One and one okay. against the Astros. Okay. Four fifteen ERA. But anyways, just guys. listen. This is me talking about the degenerate gambler. This is Justin Verlander's first game back at Minute Maid. The last time he pitched was the World Series, right? Against the uh, Nationals. That was the last time he's pitched that Minute Maid, correct? Because he didn't play last year. Did he play last year? No. No. So exactly. So. It's going to be the, the Justin Verlander return. It's going to be packed there. Justin Verlander threw a fucking no-hitter against the Jays. And when he sees these jerseys, I feel like he just absolutely carves. So we'll see. I want to be optimistic. I'm going to say one for two. Get out of the road trip 500. That's a very successful road trip at this point of the season with all your guys injured. So I, I, I look forward to it. I agree.
no problems with one and two split. And, yeah, and I mentioned it last podcast. We're ended off here. Listen, I mean, I just want to say for a second, I'm as a unit, we're all grateful for the fucking amount of followers and listeners that I mean, it's actually crazy the amount of like loyal listeners we've already have, and we're like fucking five episodes in. Um, I'm very grateful for it. Obviously, the podcast game is tough, but uh, the TikTok listener, the TikTok followers, the Instagram followers. And there is one scumbag out there that got us away from 300. And I will find you. I don't know how, but I will find who did that. You are a scum of the earth. But um, that's besides the fact. Just wanted to take a second and kind of say it's going to keep coming. We're going to be doing content at games, video, videoing stuff, maybe even doing like a pregame fucking with a table and shit there. We'll drive down. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll figure something out, but the content's going to keep coming. Uh, stay tuned for Heineman. I mean, what is, it's going to be <laughs> fireworks. I can't fucking wait for it. And uh, we'll talk to you guys on, um, we'll talk to you guys mon- Sunday night, Monday morning. Hopefully, I'm hope it optimistic they take two, but we'll see. Uh, hoping for a great series. Have a great weekend. I'll actually be in Detroit, by the way. Uh, Sam Hilliard and, uh, J- and Justin Lawrence from the Rockies are going to be playing the Tigers, so I'm going down to see them. Hopefully, I get to see Miggy's 3,000. I've seen Miggy's 3,000th hit, if he gets it this weekend, and I saw his 500th home run. So this is something, I mean, I tell my grandkids about this. This is, I mean, this is crazy, but do you guys have any more, uh, anything else to say, JR? Do you want to end on anything? Maybe the Leafs are dog shit. I mean, they're down four, nothing right now to the lightning. I have the lightning by the way, for a pretty good amount of money. So credit to me. Um, yeah. Anything you want to say, JR? Excited. Uh, keep following. Uh, let us know if you guys want to see anything. DM us. Avery? Let us know. Avery, what about you, you, man? And also just, you know, try and push them, push us to people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tag Zach Collins in all our posts. Um, <laughs> we like that. Thanks for everyone for uh, tuning in. It's been awesome. Dude, we've done this for what? Three this is our third week of doing it. 300 no, I think followers. It's two, no? It's or not three, a lot. Three. It's three. You're right. This is technically our third weekend, episode five, right? So I'll yeah. keep making the stupid videos. I don't mind. If the people like it, I love doing it. It's a nice, fresh thing for us to do. Yeah. We this podcast is going to go to them. This is going to be the number one Blue Jays podcast in North, in Canada. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just guaranteeing it. We're doubling listeners every 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 podcast. Um, the followers are growing. You guys love the shit. So we're, we're taking the gate 14 to the fucking moon. So we'll see you guys next. We'll see you guys on Monday. Uh, we're going to try uh, as a, you know, we're going to try to go to one game next week, maybe the Friday game. I don't know if you guys are down for that. We'll figure something out, but uh, maybe we'll get a post game picture with Tyler Heineman. That, that would be, be no, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. I already have his number. It's going to get figured out, but gate 14 to the moon. I'll see you guys. Um, and that's it. Let's fucking ride. Let's, 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 let's win this series. Fuck it. Go birds.